Institute is as a home away from home. Whenever I walk into Institute, I just feel so welcome. The Institute teachers are the best. Institute is a total game changer. I love our deep dives into gospel. I feel like I belong. I feel connected to heaven when I attend. It's like the scriptures come to life. We love each other. We have friendships that will last forever. I just love going to the Institute. 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 Welcome to Scripture Verse a podcast for Latter-day Saint adults that dives deep into the Word of God with personal application and relevance. Grab your scriptures and have a prayer in your heart as we begin today's study. And now, it's time for today's episode of Scripture Verse. Hey, my friends, welcome back once again. Uh, today's going to be a little different. I had a student ask me, um, Brother Richards, give us some of the theories about when the second coming will be. And they say, obviously, no man knoweth the day nor the hour. We don't know when exactly it's going to happen. But what are people saying? What are some of the theories out there about when the second coming might be currently? So I thought, all right, let's spend some time with this today. So remember, the second coming, there's actually you know three or four appearances. He'll appear at Adam and Diamond. He will appear during uh, Armageddon in Jerusalem. And he'll appear eventually to the world. We've been studying Revelation 19. There will be a fourth appearance at the New Jerusalem. Remember, the book of uh, Revelation, excuse me, the, the books was sealed with seven seals that, that John received. Each seal represented a thousand years. Um, if this is literally true, um, when will the second coming be? Well, let, let's go through some of these ideas. So in uh, Ezra, Old Testament, chapter 7, verses 11 to 26, King Cyrus invites the Jews to go back and rebuild the temple. A lot of people say that this event, which happened in 457 B.C., is a hinge point that this was the beginning of the end. Literally, this is one of the greatest signs ever. When the Jews were allowed to go back and rebuild their temple, that is the beginning, the first sign, so to speak. So we have to hinge everything based on 457 BC when Cyrus allowed the Jews to go back to rebuild the temple. So Daniel 8.14 gives us a little insight as to when the second coming will be because he says it will be about 2,300 years after a major event. And so a lot of biblical scholars say that that event, 457 B.C., coupled with Daniel 8.14 being 2,300 years later, uh, might have a clue for us. So uh, what happened in 1844? Well, again, 457 B.C., you had 2,300 years to it. You get the year 1844. Well, if you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you know that a lot happened. That is when the Nauvoo Temple was, was near completion. That was the year that the prophet Joseph w- was martyred. Um, that was around the time when the saints left Nauvoo heading out west. Daniel 12.7 um, adds another detail to this event. It's actually kind of fascinating. Daniel 12, 7 says this, and think of Nauvoo. I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, okay, when he had uh, held up his right hand and his left hand to heaven, think of temples, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, that it shall be for a times, excuse me, a time, times and a half, when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all things shall be finished. So there's <laughs> there's an idea here that there would be a temple on a river and that people would be worshiping in that temple and then they would be scattered. And that after that, something would happen. And specifically after a time, times, and a half time. So 
for the Jews, a time uh, could be said to be 49 years. Uh, every f- uh, 49 years was, uh, in every 50th year, was a year of jubilee, uh, a year of atonement. Uh, they kind of reset their clocks. In fact, they, they settled all debts. They let prisoners go free uh, during this time, every 49th year, uh, every 50th year of, the, of, of the, uh, the year of jubilee. So if that is a time, think 49 years, and then we have times, right, based on Daniel 12, 7, that would be 98 years. That's 49 times 2. And a half time, that would be 24.5 years. You add those all up, and you, and you add it to the 1844 uh, idea. You get 2017. Well, what happened in 2017? The second coming didn't happen, but we have some clues. Back in Revelation chapter 12, we learned about this woman. Okay, there was a woman. Remember this? Uh, We studied this early on in our course. Um, The moon was under her feet. The sun was over her shoulder. And on her head, there was a crown of 12 stars. Okay. (laughs) All right. Again, that's what people are saying. On September 23rd, 2017, we had this event kind of play out in the heavens. You see, um, in the constellation Virgo, the planet Jupiter entered into Virgo's midsection. Um, There was a retrograde that happened that lasted 42 weeks. Now, 42 weeks happens to be around the gestation period of a human being. So we have Jupiter go into Virgo. Virgo means virgin. Okay, again, think of the virgin, think of the all that stuff. And then for 42 weeks, then Jupiter emerges from Virgo. On September 23rd, 2017, when Virgo emerged from the constellation Virgo, the sun was over Virgo's shoulder. The moon was at the feet of Virgo. On her head, as it were, above Virgo, we had 12 stars, nine stars in Leo, and then three planets. Okay. Again, Revelation 12 says, A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, the the moon under her feet, on her head a crown of 12 stars. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains in the agony of giving birth. Again, as Jupiter exited Virgo on this day, September 23rd, 2017, we, again, a lot of people think that something, this, this might be something. If you do a Google image search, you'll find all kinds of pictures and diagrams. By the way, this setup with the sun over Virgo's shoulder with the uh, stars at her head, uh, the moon at her feet, it happens once every 7,000 years. Remember the book sealed with 7,000, um, you know, seven seals representing each 1,000 years. There are all kinds of images uh, of this celestial event, and people say this was one of those major hinge, point, uh, hinge points. Dragon return. What else happened in 2017? Well, we happened to have a total solar eclipse, okay? It passed right across the United States of America. Um, and our, our kids and my wife, they went up to see the line of totality. It was kind of cool. They said it was like you've, you've never seen before. They loved it. This line of, of uh, totality happened to pass through seven U.S. cities, all named Salem. Seven, obviously a big number, and Salem. Um, Salem, Oregon, Salem, Idaho, Salem, Wyoming, Salem, Nebraska, Salem, Missouri, Salem, Kentucky, and Salem, South Carolina. The word Salem happens to mean peace, as if the Lord was crossing out peace from the world. Okay, oh, it gets better. (laughs) What else happened in 2017? Well, we had uh, one of the, well, two of the most destructive hurricanes in the world's history, Hurricane Jose and Hurricane Maria. Okay, I mean, $100 billion of damage. Jose and Maria, those that speak Spanish know that Jose and Maria happen to mean 
Joseph and Mary. Okay. Again, the names of the, the parents of Jesus, at least the mortal parents of Jesus. Back to our book, Sealed of Seven Seals, each seal representing a, a thousand years. If this is literally true, the seventh seal should have been opened in the year 2000. It was uh, 4,000 years between Adam uh, and, and the fall to where Jesus was born, 2,000 years since Jesus' death. And so 2000, the year 2000 would be the opening of the seventh seal. So what happened in the year 2000? Well, April 6th of the year 2000, we have a dedication unlike no other of a temple. It was the dedication of the Palmyra Temple on April 6, 2000, which happens to be the birthday of the church. It happens to be also the birthday of Jesus uh, 2,000 years later, right? Revelation 9, verse 10 says this, After this, behold, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes and palms in their hands. What made the dedication of the Palmyra Temple unique was that it was the first dedication ever where people around the world were able to participate. They uh, received temple recommends. They went to their local stake centers and we dedicated a temple virtually for the first time ever. It was quite the event. What happened that night that was even more amazing. You see, that night, the moon, Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars were clustered together in the evening sky. Just after sunset, the sky, instead of darkening like it normally does as the sun sank below the western horizon, the sky turned red and then green and then shimmered yellow. Brothers, we had a, a unique event. We had an aurora borealis in the lower 48 states. In fact, it was spotted in at least 23 states, as far south as Florida and as far west as Utah, something that simply does not happen in the lower 48 states. You see, Revelation 8.1 says, when he had opened the seventh seal, let's just suppose that happened April 2000. Uh, the year of 2000, it says there was silence in heaven about the space of a half an hour. So Revelation 8.1 says that after the seventh seal is open, there's silence for half an hour. Let's say that's the year 2000. What's a half an hour? Well, if we do our biblical calculation, one day in heaven equals a thousand years on the earth. A half an hour calculates to be about 20 or 21 years, 20.8 20 years to be exact. So if we add... Um, 20 years to the year 2000, we get the year 2020 or 2021. <laughs> Did anything happen in the year 2020? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> what happened in 2020? There's at least five major events. Obviously, we have the coronavirus. Some people look at section 45, verse 31 and think of the coronavirus. There shall be men standing in that generation that shall not pass until they see an overflowing scourge. A desolating sickness shall cover the land. Missionaries sent home. Um, quoting from section 88, um, Brigham Young said, When the testimony of the elders ceases to be given, the Lord will say unto them, Come home, and I will now preach my own sermon to the nations of the earth. The idea that missionaries being sent home. It isn't unprecedented, but it is unique, and it happened to happen in the year 2000. Another event, Daniel 12, verse 11. Um, one of the prophecies from Daniel says, quote, uh, From that time... Shall the daily sacrifice be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate shall be set up? There should be two thousand. Um, this will be one thousand two hundred and ninety days. So it sounds like there will be a limit of temple worship. Temples being shut down. In fact, Book Revelation has the same thing. Revelation fifteen verse eight: No man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. Okay. Oh man. 
We had another event in the year 2020. Uh, we had an earthquake in Salt Lake City where the temple um, was shaken. The trumpet from, from Moroni fell to the ground. Amos 3.14 says, In that day I shall also visit the altars of Bethel. Bethel means temple. The horns of the altar shall be cut off and fall to the ground. <laughs> okay, so we have Moroni without his horn falling to the ground. Another thing that happened. In uh, December 2015, uh, Elder Bednar said in a Christmas devotional, Visualize yourself in the events of Sam the Lamanite. For behold, in five years there shall be great lights in heaven, and a new star shall appear. I pray the Holy Ghost will help you liken these scriptures to you and your family. So, Elder Bender, let's do that. Let's tease us out. Literally, in five years from December 2015, we're going to see a new star in the heavens? Okay, Elder Bednar, when will that happen? Well, December 2020, many of us saw and we were just enamored looking into the western horizon just after sunset and we saw Saturn and Jupiter doing a beautiful dance, being just one degree apart. That Bethlehem or Christmas star appeared December 2020. By the way, Jupiter is the king planet. Saturn is called the sickle planet. The book of Revelation has an interesting passage in chapter 14. Revelation chapter 14, um, let me turn to that. Verse 16 says this. He that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle. So again, he that sat on the cloud, that's the king, right? The king planet Jupiter thrust in his sickle. Again, Saturn being called the, the sickle planet, right? To reap the earth. Okay. Verse 17, another reference to an angel with a sharp sickle. Uh, verse 18, another uh, reference to a harvest, a sickling, right? So, <laughs> I, again, when Saturn and Jupiter had that little dance, it sounds like it might be the beginning of this reaping of the earth, okay? We don't know. Okay, one more idea. Again, these are just ideas, what people are talking about. Remember the eclipse, 2017, okay? Remember the abomination of desolation that's supposed to last seven years, according to Daniel 9, verse 27, the abomination of desolation. So it's, it's a seven-year abomination of desolation. It's two, three-and-a-half-year periods, uh, making up seven years total. And that's on Revelation 12, Daniel 9, Daniel 7, Revelation 11. It's all over. So if this began in 2017, right, like we talked about, the midpoint would be that 2020, which was quite the year, the next event should take place in 2024. That's uh, seven years after 2017. What will happen in 2024? Well, <laughs> April 8th, 2024, we have another total solar eclipse that's going to cross the United States. It's literally going to form an X across the United States. Where is the hinge point between those two solar eclipses? Where does X marks a spot? Well, it happens to pass through, believe it or not, Independence, Missouri, Jackson County, Missouri. And our doctrine is that that's where Christ will establish a new Jerusalem, a new Jerusalem, a new Salem, a new period of peace that might be the millennium. <laughs> okay, again, ah, that's what people are talking about, brothers and sisters. Again, these are theories and ideas of man. No man knoweth the day nor the hour. Well, here's some application for you. President Nelson, are you willing to let God prevail in your life? Are you willing to let God influence what you do each day? Will you allow his voice to take priority over any other? Are you willing to have your will swallowed up in his?
I don't know when the second come is going to be. No man knoweth the day nor the hour. But I do know this. If you will let God prevail in your life, as you allow his voice to take precedence in your life, you will be prepared for the second coming whenever it happens. If it happens to happen in 2021 or in 2024 or 2033 because of Elder Featherstone's letter uh, found in the Atlanta temple, <laughs> whatever, you will be ready if you are allowing God to prevail in your life. To those in darkness, those that aren't studying scripture, those that aren't looking at prophetic commentary, he will come suddenly and unexpectedly as a thief in the night. But my friends, to the children of light, those that are studying scripture, saying prayers, attending temple, going to church, that day will not overtake them. When that day arrives, the reaction will be, oh, here he is right on time, just as I expected. I want you to be in that category. Be in your scriptures. Be ready for his return. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Scriptureverse. It's never been easier to take an institute class. We invite you to share this message with friends who are seeking deeper conversion and a sense of belonging. And did you know you can earn institute credit by listening to this podcast? Just email loganinstitute at churchofjesuschrist.org. The purpose of Institute is to help young adults understand and rely on the teachings and atonement of Jesus Christ, qualify for the blessings of the temple, and prepare themselves, their families, and others for eternal life with their Father in heaven. This podcast is not affiliated nor endorsed by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.